spoiler alert. This is the only fucking podcast about the Sopranos. So what, no fucking ZD now? This week on No Fucking ZD, we're talking pinky rings and slippers, why kitchens are death traps, and getting inside baseball with disappearing someone. With our schedule, we cannot look up phone numbers. It's an all-new episode of No Fucking ZD. famous Beatles song. Yeah. <laughs> Sympathy for the devil. I am the, I am the devil. <laughs> uh, welcome to No Fucking ZD. Uh, I don't even remember what number this is. 48? 48. 48. Okay. Episode 48. Uh, whoever did this, I mean, come on. I've said it a million times, but mm-hmm. again, another top three episode. That's like our 10th top three episode, I think. Way, way up there. It's way up there. Way up there. Um, it's It's... It's a top three death scene, that's for sure. Without a doubt, yeah. Mostly because of the raid can. Yeah, which uh, is must be so painful and disgusting. But um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Ralph. That's I mean that's is that why Tony's nauseous or just because he got hit in the stomach so many times? It's a mix of both, probably. Kind of clearly, I think it's I, it's also like having to handle Ralph's body. Yeah, I guess that's pretty gross. Touching and rubbing. Right, right, uh, right. So spoiler alert, right at the top. I mean, we said it at the top of the show, but Ralph died. <laughs> we said it last week and the week before. Yeah, uh, Ralph is. We'll see you at the crossroads, Ralph. That's yeah. it. He's gone. That's it. Um, probably one of the most surprising deaths of the series. One of the most surprising scenes. I mean, and um, yeah, it all kind of comes to a head. And I and I was watching the episode this this week, um, looking for signs, you know, that mm. this might happen. Yeah, and it kind of you don't see it coming. No, not really. I mean, uh, I mean, in the long term, and, sure. Yeah, but not not in this episode. That's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it really came out of nowhere. It was just completely shocking the first time, and just like structurally, it's such a weird episode. Like, there's, there's, yeah, there's no real setup other than the fact that we know from like a year and a half of of watching the the show that these two guys hate each other and. Tony would love yeah. an excuse to, to get rid of him. And there's kind of been a constant, like, how the fuck is he still alive? Right. Type vibe. Like, since season three? Yeah. I, I want to say. Right. Um, there's been beef for a really long time. And Ralph, yes. Ralph has only stayed afloat because he makes so much money. Yeah, exactly. Um, he but, brought the uh, the real estate scams in, the HUD scam, uh, or maybe not the HUD scam, but, um, but the well, Esplanade. He executed it. Yeah, yeah but the he Esplanade. executed it. So, I mean, yeah. Um, Tony even says so much to Polly in this episode where, you know, he... Uh, after Ralphie's been at the hospital with Justin, he still comes with a with a pretty full envelope, and uh, that's why and he's, he and he hangs that over Polly's head, which is kind of bullshit. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I mean, you know, let's uh, we've we've spoiled the surprise, but let's back up a little bit, and I guess, and make our way there. Um, yeah, you ever been on the subway and you're looking around the car and you're like, there is no one in the subway car that I would fuck. Yeah, man or woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, sure. Like, what if the subway well, car did a full J.J. Abrams and like you know, like on a long enough timeline and like a lost type situation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like who are you going to, you know what I mean? And like, if that happened, like I was on the subway this morning, I was like, there's no one that I would, <laughs> that I would procreate with around here. Right. Okay. Right. It just crosses it's, my mind sometimes. Just thinking about it. I just think <laughs> about it sometimes. I'm like, okay. cool, cool. 
cool, right. cool, cool. Right. Okay. Well, that surprised me here. So this is in, in the theme of the show, in this episode. I've, uh, 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 yeah. Do I usually I, there's someone at least on one subway car though. I'll say that. Yeah, generally, but you can never know. I mean, even with computers, you know, like who's on the other subway cars? True. You try and kind of take a look, but you never know. And true. You know, like he seems like a nice guy, but <laughs> it's like, <laughs> did this just become a Westworld podcast? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> a, a Subway World podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever been on the train into Westworld? And- <laughs> <laughs> there's no one. There's, there's no one. No fuck. One. Yeah, but thank God there's robots on the other side that we can all fuck. Um, That's a good show. Yeah, it's, it's gotten. I'm, I'm only halfway through, so no no spoilers for that. But uh, I'm, I'm. It's gotten. It's. It's. Yeah, I, I think I talked shit about it a couple episodes ago, but it's gotten a lot better actually. Yeah, a little yeah. halfway through the season, it's been pretty good. It's a cool show actually. I read a New Yorker article with the creators, and they're like a husband and wife. Yeah, yeah. Pair and uh, that just like us. It's, a, it's really hard working with your partner. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, all right. So uh, let's get right into let's it. Let's get right into it. Uh, Janice is upset about something. No one knows why. Svetlana's here again. Junior's in, in, uh, in, in court. Yeah, let's um, talk about Junior because we get some... <laughs> we'll start there. A lot happens in this episode. Surprisingly, yeah. And I there's, mean, a, there's I, a lot of people denying culpability for a lot of things in this episode. That's true. That's true. That's kind of the theme, I right. think. A little bit of ambiguity for uh, his his uh, his dementia. A little bit of ambiguity mm-hmm. for uh, the uh, the prank phone call, which is a fantastic scene. It's it's gold. It's it's absolutely gold. I'll take as much Nucci as I can get, especially <laughs> with her like freaking out about stuff and her nervous bowel syndrome. <laughs> <in the laughs> this, this poor woman. All these bowels on this show. Everybody um, with the bowels. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can knock Junior out. Um, or why don't we, we I mean, just, just, let's just get right. To, well, someone someone tried. I someone guess someone tried. I, I mean, look. I mean. I, I think that that's one of the cool things about the show is the ambi- ambiguity there because like clearly this is, wasn't like a sanctioned hit on on right. on, on Corrado's melon. We don't know, I but mean. like you know, this is one of those things where like he gets hit in the head and they are kind of juicing it and like milking it for everything it's worth. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you don't know if he's crazy or not. Like mm-hmm. you have these moments where, and we know that he's going to lose his marbles. You know, yeah, right. In, in the ensuing seasons, right. But um, like like a few times. Yep. Uh, but. You know, he's he says stuff that kind of could go either way. Like when when he says to Tony that 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 what's his name came to visit him, and he's like, "The yes. son, Tommy," come, and he's like, "Oh man, you scared me there." Yeah, but you're kind of still like, mm. and he's got those and he's got those replacement hospital glasses on. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. It's like the equivalent of when you pee your pants in preschool and they give you like a pair of like oversized, yeah, like, like cor- corduroys or yeah. something that no one wants to wear. Did that happen to you multiple times? I take it then it happened to me once, and I wore I had to wear this pair of corduroys and. I just remember they were uncomfortable and not mm. mine. And that's why you, yeah, like, I've never seen you wear corduroys. And I guess that's why wearing someone else's pants is weird. It is for sure. Pants are important. Right. Yeah. Personal. Uh, right. Um, yeah. I mean, the junior thing, you know, just to touch on it briefly, because I feel like I feel like we should just get into disposing of Ralphie's body here. But um, but because <laughs> um, we all want to. Um, but yeah, I mean, the junior thing, like it, it, even he, I think, is unsure of whether or not it's like a real thing, you know, that uh I don't think I think it's 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 easy to see in hindsight now that he's like totally slipping. But yeah, at yeah, the yeah. time it was. Yeah, there was some mystery to it, whether or not it was going to be a whether or not he was faking. And yeah. And he's kind of an annoying loose cannon in this episode. Like he, mm-hmm. he's like when they're trying to like train him on how to act like a crazy old fuck, mm-hmm. he's kind of goofing around. But then someone else makes a joke and he's like, this is a joke to you. Yep. 
and, source of amusement. Yeah, a source of amusement. <laughs> <laughs> Not a cat. I don't shit in a box. <laughs> like, but I, I, I mean, it, it's really good acting. Those scenes are mm-hmm. really, really funny with him and and Bobby and Tony, like trying to trying to make him act as crazy as possible. Yes, but like. You can't not know your name because then, you know, then they know that you're fucking with them. You know right. what I mean? Like how, how deep does it go where they do this research? He's a terrible actor. It, did, it didn't surprise me that the crazy thing doesn't go over, you know, in the end. Right. Well, yeah, I kind of, I forget where this goes, but I mean, they, they kind of figure out, I mean, I guess the trial continues. We saw they, that they juror it, coming out. They call out. it a charade. Right. But of course. Which upsets Melvoin to no end. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it is. It's 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 this is like they put a lot of effort into this, which is really hysterical. I would love to see Bobby like go into the library to look up dementia symptoms, and, like look up all the questions. <laughs> the uh, Bobby research montage. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that. Uh, I would love to take this test, too, and just see if I even pass, because I don't know. <laughs> Repeat after me. Boat, flag, Um, United States of America. The woman interviewing him looks so bizarre too. Let's just—I'm sorry to say, she's so nice. She's but like they make her so awkward and like super extra nice, and like Mm -hmm. her smile is gigantic, and it's just really funny. It's well, it it makes him really look like a fucking dickhead for taking advantage of the system because they're sending out this woman who's like, "I'm nice to old people" because some of them are crazy. Right? There's this guy who's sitting there and he's totally fucking with her. Right? And kind of wasting taxpayers' money and time and all that shit yeah yeah uh yeah i mean uh for now at least i think by episode's end he he is actually slipping um mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i like uh like bobby and janice watching from the other room and like kind of cheering him on like with the fist pumps <laughs> well you, yeah. can, you can tell there's a little bit of a connection brewing there mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. i mean we, we don't get much of their relationship over the past couple episodes it but had, like, it's been a couple couple few a couple few episodes a couple, couple of three a couple of three episodes <laughs> yeah. yeah um it, it, it's nice though because you get little signs of that but you know People don't change. Like Janice is still acting really pouty when Svetlana shows up. I love mm-hmm. that she calls her a boring woman. <laughs> um, and also like Junior in the hospital when he's talking about how great it is in there. And then Tony, you know, is going to call Melvoin because he's like, you know what, you, uh, you know, I think we got a mistrial on our hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Junior's like, Junior's like, why? Who are you calling? They cost, they charge a fortune. Yeah. And he's actually calling Ireland. Because True. Melvoin's in Ireland. I forgot about that. It's got to be the most expensive phone call. To right. It. Plus, Melvoin's going to charge for that call. Oh, absolutely. You yeah. Know. That's that's a billable hour right there, probably, right? I mean, Bingo. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 400 bucks? Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Dinner. Yeah. Uh, another uh, another spending spree by Tony. He's just spending, spending, spending this, this, <laughs> this season. It's true. And actually, you know, there are so many financial implications of him yeah. whacking Ralph. Yeah, you know? that was something I, you know, never really thought about till this time around. But in, in a season of, of money stresses, he mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. he takes out the one constant he has there. And uh, oh, yeah, not not very forward thinking for Tony. No, just n- not at all. And it's uh, it's all very impulsive. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with Junior, but basically he's he's happy for now. But it kind of just doesn't seem like he gives that much of a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that, again, like he's starting to worry at the end. Like, I think when he goes out for that newspaper ice cream charade there at the end, it maybe starts off as a charade. But then, like, he actually sort of forgets what he just did when he comes back in the house. You yeah. know, when the woman runs out and gives him his jacket like there's that shot that lingers where he's like oh shit like hold on a second what the fuck is going on yeah um so yeah because maybe well, he is experiencing dementia on some level but by kind of like 
trying to play it up, he's like, whoa, this is actually weird. I, I don't yeah. know. Like, my brain is not operating correctly. Yeah. Um, and the doctor even says that there was like signs of it from beforehand too, right? And that like a fall could basically mm-hmm. make it worse. He says it's, and, I, I think he says it's possible. Yeah, right. But I mean, Junior has never been like the smartest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. I think that that's pretty, that's pretty clear. Mm. I yeah. mean, come on. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I would say argue yes. about this? Like, <laughs> I just shot Evan a death stare when he said that. I was Twitter so poll. upset about Is that. Is Junior the smartest guy in the world? Okay. <laughs> I guarantee perfect. you I will probably win. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we will see more. Uh, and then we'll see more courtroom drama as well. And, um, yep, yep. Um, and along those lines, we had a lot of hospital drama this episode. This is this is like it's kind of weird. For the first half hour, it's such like a kind of like domestic drama in a, in a way. You know, there's that's like, really true. Yeah, it's and like it really could have been like, you know, without the second half, like it could have kind of been like almost like a cheesy episode in a way where like yeah. they're just spending all this time in 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 a hospital and like in a courtroom and and I feel like that's like actually kind of everything like David Chase and maybe the other writers hated about TV is like everything was like doctors or lawyers or, or cops you know yeah yeah it's like, um, how is this affecting Junior's family and his home life yeah and so uh, uh, but of course it takes a pretty dark turn but um, we're also in the hospital for uh, for little Justin who you know we should say so there's another woman that Ralphie had regular sex with by the way right well at least once at least once so uh okay okay so I, i'm just okay i feel like the, the kink got worse over time or something or i, I, I don't know nothing right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh so here we go he's got this son who i don't think we've even heard about before have we maybe no. there's been like some passing mentions of him having a kid not really yeah I, I, we also we also find out that that rosalie has a has a daughter i mean we knew mm. that before but it's like when she goes well i have a daughter so i'm not totally alone yeah when she's talking to carmela i was like oh yeah yeah and i guess it's that girl that that meadow gets into the argument with yes at, at the after the funeral yeah. right yeah um yeah uh, you know just another one another another person who comes and goes in soprano's world i guess um, I think those residuals are enough to live off of. <laughs> mm. <laughs> she could get like a bagel, <laughs> if that. I, I don't know. Well, now that I mean, now that the podcast is making it popular again, like maybe. Yeah, you know? I think so. I yeah. think that we're making Sopranos great again. We're making Sopranos great again. We made Bamonti's great again last week uh, with no business sense whatsoever. Yeah, they they contacted me and they mm. said, "Please don't talk about us anymore." <laughs> right. <laughs> we probably like, should have you not to. Way. Oh, perfect. You're banned. <laughs> right. Perfect. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, Ralph being Ralph in its typical kind of, uh, you know, uh, selfish way, I guess, isn't really paying attention to the kids. Um, not that, you know. He's I mean, like scrubbing his feet in the bathtub. It's so creepy. Everything this dude does is creepy. It is creepy. Um, but for the first time ever, I mean, you know, like the song says at the beginning, we're, we're feeling sympathy for, for Ralphie here, for the devil, if you will. And, uh, you know, like as for all his psychopathic tendencies, he does seem genuinely upset about this kid. Yeah, you know, like it's upsetting. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, this episode goes from like kind of mellow. Yeah. To like really sad and like kind of violent with this kid getting shot with an arrow. Yeah, although it's, I'm like it's rough. Thrilled that we didn't have to watch that. I know. Um, I know. And then and then it gets really, really violent. Yeah. With the horse. Yes. Right. Right. And that's it. <laughs> that was the most upsetting part. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pie, bad. Pie, oh my. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he seems genuinely upset, which is a new thing for us for and Ralphie. I mean, you know, like 
it's just interesting to me that, that they mm-hmm. kind of chose mm-hmm. this moment to like humanize them all, humanize them like really for the first time, I guess. I mean, when have we ever felt sympathy for him or any kind of like anything beyond like he's something kind of fun to laugh at or laugh with or just be true. scared of, you know, just shockingly he's appalling just, most of the yeah, time. Yeah, he's just so frightening. I mean, he was one of those characters that... I mean, I feel like we we keep saying, you know, he's only alive because he made so much money. But also, you know, there are other characters that were somewhat less scary. Yeah. On on like the psychopath level. Right. And didn't last as long because they couldn't have been, you know, characters that we could live with. Like Richie Aprile, mm. you know, and like it's that's a character that like couldn't probably couldn't float for as long as Ralphie did. Right. And there's something about him that made him worth watching. You know, like yeah. for for essentially, you know, two, three seasons. Uh, Yeah, we're like two-ish, I guess, right? Yeah. If he started in three, like yeah, sort of so at, just toward about, the beginning. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, he's well, he's a lot more dynamic than Richie was, for sure. And he yeah. does have that charm. And of course, he's he's very well dressed, as, as we all know. Um, collegiate. Yeah, <laughs> collegiate. Uh, just, I'm jealous. <laughs> uh, great <laughs> shoes, great leather shoes that he wears. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, like, he's super dynamic. Like, I remember really, like, being younger and, like, like loving Ralphie. Like, now I see him just like... just like him. Yeah, I was like, that's my role <laughs> model. Right, Michael Jordan of living. <laughs> right. Ralph Severetto. I'm going to be just like that guy. Part my hair right down the middle. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like he was, he's definitely like a fan favorite. Just be, I mean, the actor mm-hmm. also is part of that too. You know, like, yeah, he's so he's fucking great. Unbelievably charismatic and believable. Yeah. And I mean, he's a reasonable character because guys like, guys like Richie Aprile were like always at 100, you know, always pushing against it. Right. It was never going to work. You know what yeah. I mean? It was just careening out of control the whole time. But the thing about Ralph was that he, whether he was doing it purposefully or not, he knew how to kind of dial it back for a little while when things were sort of working. Mm-hmm. And, but it's like, you know, like the episode where they do the HUD scam, you know, that mm-hmm. was like really smooth. And there was nothing that had to do with Ralph that really, that went wrong at all, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, it's one of those things where you're like well this is this seems to be working but like there's something around the corner i think you know yeah i mean for sure like it's it is one of those things like if i yeah if you've been paying attention at all you kind of knew a Which scene right <laughs> neither have i yeah um but you kind of knew like a scene like this was probably going to happen at some point yeah and or it was going to be you know the season finale or like the penultimate episode where mm-hmm. they finally put out a hit on ralph he's, he's done something he's gone too far you know or something like that yeah um so yeah i mean on the one hand it's like you probably should have seen this coming but on the other hand like um you know yeah i mean they they do a good job of like of lulling you into kind of believing that he could still be around for a little bit like yep. here's the, this new dimension to him he's mm-hmm. now upset about his son he's he's like for the first time ever seems almost like, you know, um, you know, there's like showing signs of like remorse maybe about his lifestyle and humanity and humanity. Yeah. I mean, humanity really is what it is. Um, but like the thing is that it's, it's not something that kind of came to a head, mm -hmm. you know, over a long period of time where it's like, if Ralph doesn't do this, we're going to put a hit out on him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it was just something where like the straw that broke the camel's back was something that was so personal to Tony. Mm hmm. Or so unique to Tony, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, no one else was going to have that kind of beef over a horse. Right. Um, but then, like, it, the way that it happened is so brilliant in terms of the writing because it, you know, everybody saw this coming, but the way that it happened isn't really okay. Right. And it's something that Tony has to hide. 
Yeah, that's another part of it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, Christopher, I guess, like, kind of believes him, but it's like it's pretty clear to anyone <laughs> in that world that like uh, this is what happened, you know. Yeah. But they do such a good job of like setting up the mystery and ambiguity of it, like beforehand, you know. Like they throw in that scene where Tony says to Polly, like, "Nobody lays a finger on this guy," you know. They mm-hmm. throw in like even just Polly being mad about it in the first place. Like, yeah. there's enough if like people were just kind of gossiping at the bing like they could be like well it could have been Polly it could have been this person it could have been anybody really right or Ralph just left when his son was in the hospital because that's Ralphie you know totally. um so and uh you know they just it's it's it's, it's really like expertly done I'll it say. is I, uh so do you think he did it I don't know I know that in the commentary the the writers were talking about how they spoke to Joey Pants and asked him like how he played after the scene was done they were like well how did you play it like what did you think and he said that he played it as if he didn't do it so you know but who the fuck knows I, yeah I, I, I don't know I, I think that like I I change my mind every time so like in a way I feel like maybe he didn't but I'm quite sure he did it yeah I mean that's that's another thing they set up like at the beginning with the the prank phone call like he's so fucking quick at lying like it's it's kind of unbelievable every all the little details he's able to throw in just off the top of his head you yeah. know like yeah I mean of course some of them are jokes like Mike Hunt from the Beaver PD but, yeah but th- then it's this like this is like one of the all time great prank calls oh it's like, amazing it's like top <laughs> it's level fucking this, amazing. this is a guy who knows how to fuck people over in the most brutal possible way right so he's a good you know making a prank call is like kind of a walk in the park for him I'd imagine yeah but still like it's, he's just so quick it's like mm-hmm. it happened in Lafayette Park I'm um, at the you know at this police station right now like this section nineteen chapter four whatever yeah. statutes you know he's unbelievably like, smart yeah. as a character you know and right. I, I, get, I think that's why he's a good counterpoint to tony i think we've said that before yeah but um so that's why like when tony goes to see him the morning of or you know the afternoon of or whatever it is after mm-hmm. pi is, is is destroyed as they say i know um, what the fuck yeah that's crazy but like he's able to just like really quick like he could just be that quick that he just comes up with details that like he's just he's such a quick and 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 charming and, and good liar that like maybe you yeah know, I don't know it's tough to say um, you would think that after all this setup that he just wouldn't have that on his mind at the time but then again you know like he's also still willing to go out and beat someone up for money while his kids in the hospital so yeah. like why not keep scamming exactly that's you know? the thing so like we get our first sign when when. Tony, uh, when he, when he, when he pays Tony off at the Bing, right. um, and he gives Tony the money and he says, I really had to rough the guy up. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know that no matter what was going on, he was going to like put the beat down on whoever he was. Oh, that's a he good was point. collecting from after what happened to his son. That's a great this guy's point. Such a psycho. Yeah. He probably really needed that outlet. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the other thing is that when, when Tony, uh, that's a great, we should talk about, you know, the, the dialogue in that scene. Cause it's really good because, yeah. you know, Tony's talking about the horse and Ralph's talking about his son, which, you know, I get why, right. <laughs> you know, like I know why he's talking about in his the son. kitchen scene, you mean, or yeah, in the, the kitchen scene. Right, yeah. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, but at the bang, Tony does tell him to go visit Pyomai. Maybe it'll clear your head. Right. So that's, yes. So I forgot about that. That's but yeah. another thing. But then, um, you know, he he confronts Ralph about it and Ralph has nothing to say, really. He doesn't. He's like, oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I mean, name one other scene where Ralph lost that much money 
and mm-hmm. didn't lose his mind. What the fuck? Tell that midget, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He doesn't get angry. That's a good know? point. And this yeah. is news to him. And he 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 is not good at lying about being sad because mm-hmm. we never really see him sad except for, except for his dealing with his son. Yeah. But that's like... But even there, he gets really angry. Mm-hmm. Like in the hospital room, he's fucking screaming at this poor kid God, who shot his I, son with an arrow, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. these kids are like, don't do that. Like, please, like, yeah. just tell your kids not to shoot each other with arrows. I mean, yeah. That's like, <laughs> what the fuck? It's like one of the, that's what you hear about, you know, like, like wives' tales about stuff like that. It's like the equivalent of you'll shoot your eye out, you know what I mean? Yeah. I remember being told playing with a BB gun when I was a kid, like watch out. Cause if you get shot in the eye, it could sever this one nerve in your brain. You'll be paralyzed forever. <laughs> and that's why you have to be careful with BB guns. It's not just like, ow, you shot me in the stomach. Right. Yeah. It's the it's, one in like 1000 person that like literally is paralyzed by a BB. Right. Um, it's going to be a vegetable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, um, so he doesn't get angry. So mm-hmm. that's one thing he gets, ang- he gets angry at like literally everything else all the time. That's true. That's um, a good point. The other thing is that Ralph is very calm in that scene. Mm-hmm. He's making eggs. He's hanging out. He's got his slippers on. Still with mm-hmm. the pinky ring, though. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pinky ring with the slippers is cool. Um, I got to step my game up. Yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, but, <laughs> you but he's, you know, he's making, he's saying like, hey, I got some good news about Justy. He's so calm and, and like relaxed. Yeah. I think that he really, I think that, that torching that horse was quite, uh, therapeutic like for a release him. yeah in like the worst mm. possible way i mean i don't mean to say that <laughs> yeah like a, a healthy way well now you're convincing me again so i just i just don't know yeah up is down right is left yeah i mean i think regardless tony wasn't like he was never walking out of that kitchen alive like i think tony had made the decision which is kind of what it comes down to maybe even and, subconsciously yeah well also you know there's that if he, if he went in like knowing it was going to kill him he would have like packed a gun right or just hired someone else to do it, I guess, you know? Um, yeah, which would not have been chill, though. Right. So, yeah. Um, and then let's also not forget, like, that last scene in the Bing, like, right before Tony's about to walk out into the daylight there, like, he goes and looks at himself in the mirror, and then they, they don't zoom directly on it, but they push over to a shot of the strippers' pictures on the mirror, and, like, right there, right center is Tracy. And Tony says, as he's killing Ralphie, she was a beautiful, innocent creature. What did she ever do to you? And I feel like that's actually what kind of was going on there, you know, like, yeah, totally. So this was like a year or some year and change in the making. And there was just that it was just that was it. I, you know, Tony was looking for a way to get rid of this guy feeling justified. Like it's like Christopher in the car seat thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. And like he just even in moments where someone's like just desperate and, and mourning and sad, like he still hates when someone's like changing or trying to be better. Like that scene in the Bing where Ralphie's crying, like Tony's looking at him with like pure disgust, you know, he's not just like, Oh, I feel bad for this guy. It's like, he fucking hates this dude who like, I think maybe he thought was more on the same level with him in a, in a weird way. It was like showing this real emotion all of a sudden. Well, he resents someone like being, he resents being put in the position where he has to like feel better about someone like that. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think that that's the biggest thing about this thing happening to Justin. He's like, God damn it. You yeah. know, like I needed to 100% hate this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that that's the, that's part of the significance of seeing Tracy's picture mm-hmm. is that he was like, you know, it's, he got the little, like the tip of the hat from the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so, someone out there was like, 
good call. Right. Whacking this fucking psychopath. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. Um, but before, so before we wrap up for this first half, like I'm just, I just, I'm just wondering like, would Ralphie have done the horse himself or would it, would he have like, is someone else involved? Would someone else have been involved? Like, it's a good question. I'm just curious. Because I feel like everybody would recognize him at the horse farm mm -hmm. area. You would think whatever, what the stables, Stables, right? (laughs) Yes. The major. Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm I'm waiting on buying a horse this year. Right, yeah, next, yeah. you know, for right, tax purposes. Sure. Um, but no, he he mentions he confronts him. He asks about, in fact, you know, a little a little. He harkens back to one of the first sort of plots in the whole series, mm. which was oh, still right. blowing up Vesuvio. Right. So yeah, true. And he mentions that uh, that one guy. Yep. And um, it really does seem to sort of agitate Ralphie. Yeah, I guess so. I think that shot of his hand when he's stirring the eggs and he just stops. It just stops, yeah. It's really hard to shake that guy. Yeah. Have you ever done the sour cream and the eggs thing? No. It's, it's, that sounds I weird. Mean, I think it might be, it might be, right? it might be kind of good, but I like to do it the French way hmm. where you give each other oral sex while uh-huh, you're doing uh-huh. it. <laughs> yep. Yep. 69 in. Well, 69. Well, yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, you know what I learned from a chef actually, uh, a little bit of water. That's mm. how you get really flat. That's how they do it. And the, that's how the pros do it. I see. Uh, so he was asking me all about podcasting. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> so you gave him podcasting advice. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, I was sure. just like, you really just want to like, you know, be yourself and just, <laughs> just be, be your chill self. Sure, sure, sure. Just like us. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm all, that's all, I, you know, I am. <laughs> uh, all right, let's stop down for a minute. We'll come back. We'll talk about disposing of uh, some bowling balls and, uh, and some other things. And also uh, and the conversation between Christopher and Tony is kind of interesting. Yeah, it's fantastic. So we'll be back. Uh, this is No Fucking TV. Me damn sure the pilot washed his hands and sealed his face. No fucking ZD is brought to you by song it really is a fucking sick remix it's a very sick remix it's an interesting ending where he just like kind of goes outside of the building and that's the end it's scary it is really scary yeah (laughs) i I wasn't sure what the fuck was gonna happen there yeah it's really weird and like chris isn't around yeah because he went to go score more drugs Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, high mm -hmm. on gag no i did dent (laughs) no i did i did dent His excuses uh, are like so ridiculous because he's yeah. like, Aiden, I had some wine earlier. <laughs> you know, yeah. and you're just like, yeah, ma- a- and then some. You All know? right, I snorted some H. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a creepy end. It definitely has like that fever dream feel or like just that like all yeah. night long, you've been like tripping sack or something and like you're now you're coming out of it and like the sunlight's there and it's just terrifying. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you you're know? totally right. Yeah. I had weird dreams this week. I can't mention any of them. Okay, great. Well, then. They'll have to keep just guessing. When they involve porn stars, you can't really talk too much about it. Sure, sure. Ron Jeremy, things like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah. Ray J. I mean, (laughs) Ray J, he's one of my favorite porn stars. Um, I think that uh, the ending is really interesting because I think it's just, I mean, the way that I originally interpreted it when he leaves the Bing is just like, they're they're just going to keep going. This didn't happen, you know, like, like the momentum is still up. It's not like this... 
it's not an ending. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's like, it's, this isn't a resolution to anything. He's going to keep doing it and he's going to keep doing his thing. And like, and like Tony Soprano is still on the loose, you yeah. know, like that's the vibe that I always got at least. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I guess that's true. And then, and then just like, yeah, just coming out to that harsh light of day, it's like suddenly makes it more real in a way. Like you can mm-hmm. kind of like be like, what the, what the hell happened last night? Like, Oh, this crazy thing. Like we got rid of Ralphie and we're throwing him off a, off a, into a quarry. And yeah, I don't know. It's this crazy dream. But then like, you're just like harsh light of day. It's like, Nope, that was reality. And like, mm-hmm. this is a weird, like where it just kind of sets in. It's, it's super creepy. It was really a crazy night. Yeah. I it, mean, Chris gets over there. He's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine getting that. Fu- imagine if I called you and I was like, I need you to get some bleach yeah. and two, <laughs> pairs of of, two pairs of surgical gloves. <laughs> what else does he buy? I think it's just that. And, and then he's he just comes come to our friend's house, the contractor. And he just hangs up. Which they know. know. Yeah. That's, those are the most serious phone calls on the Sopranos. The shortest ones mm-hmm. when they're talking really slowly. Yeah. You know, um, but the conversation that Chrissy and Tony have yeah, this whole this whole twenty minute sequence. And, That's the and, episode, basically. Yeah, to me, it feels that way. I mean, there it, you just you kind of you com- suddenly completely forget that first half, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, which yeah, what again goes into that weird like dream like feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like oh, they, they, everything else feels like it happened so long ago. Uh, but anyway, sorry, the conversation they had. No, no, I know what you mean though, because <laughs> like it, it's like having it's like getting stuck at work ridiculously late, where like bad shit keeps happening, mm-hmm. and you're just like. And eventually you just resign yourself to never going home. Yeah. You know, like, and that's kind of like the feeling that they sort of had. Like we got to drive out to like the middle of nowhere yeah. where they have a fucking backhoe. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and by the way, Chrissy's junkiedom sort of does come in handy or maybe I'm generalizing here, but he does know how to hotwire the, the, the backhoe. Yeah. Somehow he like bangs it with his hand or I don't even know what he does there. Like but Fonzie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's wearing a leather jacket. I yeah, mean, <laughs> that's true. Like really uncool. Le- like those Jersey leather jackets always crack me up. Yeah. Like I saw it like it just got really cold in New York this week and like you ever see the dudes the middle-aged guys who are clearly underdressed but they have like they're wearing like jeans and like and like and shoes but they like they have their leather jacket on and they're looking around like no no, I got my leather jacket on so like it's enough <laughs> right and you're just like okay I don't believe you yeah, well yeah I guess not it's it's effective for Christy. I, guess, I like want to walk around with a sleeping bag on when it's this cold. Yeah, same. It's a polar vortex, by the way. We're in the middle of it. This is it, guys. This is it. Um, but yeah, so the conversations they have, I mean, it's like it's hilarious because it's kind of like this fun, funny kind of like bonding moment between like father and son. Almost. They just happen to be getting rid of a body. Yeah, yeah and exactly. Like, and they're, they're admitting these awful things to each other. You know, yeah. like Chrissy kind of slowly is like, OK, so I'm a little high. Right. But you act like I do it all the time. And he does. And he does do it all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Tony's sort of slowly over time lets out some more details like, yeah, I came over. He was barely alive. I almost wouldn't help him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's yeah. Like exactly. Exactly. Sense. Like, it sounds like a schoolyard bully's excuse, you know? It's like, Tony's such a boy sometimes. But it's so clear. Like, I mean, when Chrissy gets there, he's high as fuck, but, like, he's still... Is he's looking at the body and he's looking at Tony. Yeah. And he's looking at the body. And and then he looks at Tony. And Tony was clearly in a fight, you yeah. know, like, like no way around blood it. on him. Like he's been fucking hit in the face yep. with like a frying pan and sprayed with raid. Yeah. His which eyes is are disgusting. Just, oh God. Terrible. Yeah. And I mean, that scene actually makes it so that like being in a kitchen, I've seen it enough times it's really penetrated my mind. Mm. But if I'm in a kitchen that has like that color 
like marble countertops mm-hmm. and like a hard, f- like shiny floor like that. I'm like, ah, I don't want to bang my head <laughs> oh, on God. that. What's happening here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really get into details on the fight, but the fight was just excellently choreographed and like insane and intense and fucking wild. <laughs> really crazily shot too. Yeah. It's not a normal Sopranos scene where it's like kind of elegant and clean. Right. The camera's handheld. moving a lot. Yep. Um, yeah. Handheld. Right. Handheld. They're ho- they're holding each other's hands. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, hold, you hold the other cameraman's hand. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Um, strange, but. But yeah, technique. I actually noticed that because, I mean, I watched the episode this week, but then I had it on earlier and I was vacuuming and I couldn't hear it. And it was interesting because that made me kind of focus on the cinematography a little mm. bit more. And I was vacuuming and it's just like the camera is just moving around constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it's really well shot it's so scary because all the shit in the kitchen is so dangerous i don't I know, know if, like I know. 17 year old guy who was asking us questions like <laughs> one of the things that you have to know is that kitchens are fucking dangerous yeah like in every which way yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a great place to kill someone you know i like, guess so hit him with the fucking frying pan you grab yep. the knife you know no carpet really for stuff that gets you know stained so great it's perfect that's how so 17 year old kid hey listen it's a good kill room yeah <laughs> The kitchen, <laughs> the kitchen. Um, yeah, all the little details are details are cool though. Like I love yeah. that the flame's still on and Tony burns his hand on it. And yeah, like, yeah, you know, it's just it's just interesting. It's cool. It's yeah, really you cool. You rarely see. I don't know, like that fire really. The way that even the when they're just chatting. The way that it's shot, it's still kind of menacing, you know? Oh, it's yeah, like Ralphie sure. around, it's like Ralphie in a kitchen or around power tools or anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be near it. You know what I mean? Because, like, if yeah. someone flies off the handle, some bad shit's going to happen. You oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tony doesn't even kill him with any of the, the tools that are around. He just Ultimately, bangs his head on the ground a bunch of times. Yeah, and then strangles him. Much like, you know, there's the shot <laughs> in the hospital where he's, like, trying to get Ralphie to stop, like, screaming at his ex-wife. It's and, exactly like, the same shot. Yeah, almost identical, yeah. Um... And yeah, it's it's like there's there's a moment though in that scene though where like Tony like decides to stay for some eggs where you're just like fuck it's on like Tony takes yeah, his jacket yeah. off starts like unbuttoning his shirt and then it's like oh shit this is about to go down um, yeah maybe you don't really notice it the first time but looking back now it's like yep that is the moment where things like just totally changed and uh, it he's just, like it's he's wild. got enough of a read on Ralphie that he's like I'm doing this yeah yeah uh, so anyway he kills him. Um, Chrissy brutally <laughs> yeah Chrissy comes to his aid and immediately says you know like what are people going to say mm-hmm. you know which is actually a, it's very it's a very astute observation yep. because that's a problem that Tony is going to run into yeah big time whacking a guy over a horse big time um, but they have kind of a revelatory conversation I mean and it's interesting in light of the fact that we know what's going to happen next week and we're going to get one of the funniest episodes mm-hmm. of this show ever, maybe since D girl. Um, yes. but he like, you know, they, they kind of slowly start to admit these things to each other and they're like, ah, oh, well, you know, I do it sometimes, but like, right. we're, we're chummy right now. So it's cool. Like, right. And it's important that they spend this kind of time together because this is a secret that they have together. Like no one can know mm-hmm. what's going on. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, again, there's a little bit of payoff here from Chris killing Barry. Hey, Cause like, he feels like you know mm-hmm, okay mm-hmm. Uh, Tony's done so so much for me I have to keep the secret Harry Haydu is the weirdest fucking name I know I don't know where they came up with that it's but like um, a name for a like a like a tropical themed teddy bear yeah <laughs> something like that yeah I feel like it should be wearing a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> yeah exactly. which wasn't he actually he's wearing a sombrero yeah. or something right yeah um yeah, I mean, it's like darkly disturbing, but also really funny at the same time. Mm-hmm, Christopher mm-hmm. talking about like these, these like teenage girls who run away, get kidnapped or whatever. And like no one knows what happens to them and then is killed, I guess. It's just it's killed, so, so excellent. Um, and like asking for advice on children and Tony like giving him like real 
real-ish advice, I guess, about like just jumping in with two feet. To uh, a guy who's high on fucking skag, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, it's it's like, it's ridiculous. It I is mean, ridiculous. They're both really and, forgetting a lot of things about themselves to, in order to have yes, these conversations. And and then, of course, there's a body upstairs in the bathtub, you know, which is like the, the craziest part. I mean, this is like the most inside baseball I think we, we've ever gotten, right? About like d- getting rid of bodies. We've seen like the Satrials, like meat grinder or the meat slicer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Um, but like, yeah, this is like must have been they did some meticulous research for this episode, it seems. Yeah. I mean, and the whole idea where you put the head somewhere and like and you take the the all the the feet and the and the hands off mm-hmm. and you put them somewhere else and the body goes somewhere else. It's like an untraceable crime. Pretty much as long. Yeah. As long as those two don't neither of them crack, you know, like that's that's pretty much like, you know. Yeah. You, yeah. That's that's that's. Don't say the word crack. It just makes me <laughs> makes my head hurt. <laughs> okay. I mean, I I just really like, it's it's really well thought out. But I I'm watching Chrissy, like you know, dismember Joey Pants's corpse. Yes. Oh, by the way, shout out to his bald melon. Yes. Um, I love that. Yeah. Um, and Tony plays it cool, like he knew it was a hair piece. But I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure either. Tony's yeah. just a little too like on the nose. After he kills Ralph. Right. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you're watching that scene and Chrissy's doing this like, <clears throat> like it's his job. Like he's the yeah. fucking dishwasher at a restaurant, like not even thinking about it. And like, no wonder his drug use, like, you know, no wonder he sort of hits bottom. Yeah. In short order after this. I guess that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, his drug, his, his, his drug uh, intake kind of ebbs and flows with like how traumatizing his job is. Yeah, and this is a big one, I would imagine. You yeah, know, it's like, fucking scary, and it's it's just disgusting. I mean, I don't know how you could ever get used to that. I don't know either, yeah. I mean, even I feel like Tony's, Tony is and isn't. Like, there is that shot when they put the head in the hands in the, in the, the bag, and he's just kind of staring at it, just like, this is fucking weird, and has to, like, it almost like he snaps himself out of it. And so yeah. I, just, I don't know if you do, but but at the same time it is work, and you know like well, Tony's in self protection mode. You know Chrissy yeah. is Chrissy's being forced to do this by someone who he's decided to keep his allegiance with for the rest of his life. Right, and that's that would be more difficult for me to stomach, at least. You know, right? Yeah, I mean, and that's this is why, his father yeah. figure, etc. You know, Tony. To, you know, Tony doesn't live in this world. Right. I mean, that's, that, that is, so that is a good point about the drugs, you know, that, mm-hmm. that I'm sure that helps numb it a little bit when he first walks in, like, I mean, yeah, he's shocked that the body's there, but then like they go to sit down at the table and he just kind of like kicks them ever so slightly out of the way so we can sit down at the chair, you yeah, know, like a cigarette. Yeah. Like I can't even imagine that being like normalized in any type of way. And, and I guess, yeah, it probably isn't, you know? No. Um, and when it's such a, someone who's been like a close friend for that long, like knowing that he could do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? This isn't right. This isn't the Russian guy for the pine barrens. Like this is, you know, the whole, like we were talking last week about the, like we're soldiers, Carmela, like mm-hmm. that excuse that it would feel flimsy to anyone under these circumstances. Yes. Big time. Yeah, especially for someone like Chrissy, who like we've said, you know, like really believes in the rules and 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 all that kind of stuff, or at least like wants to, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's and, like, yeah. Go ahead. I, was, I mean, like, there's that scene at the end where Chrissy does bring it up at the bang, and like Tony's kind of terrifying when he's just like, "Well, you're the only one who knows this," and like walks up and kind of gets in his face, and 
yeah you're just kind of reminded like oh this could happen to me and then of course it actually does happen to chris eventually but um, i mean he doesn't learn his lesson i mean he has too much faith in it and he he fails to see i mean he does but he kind of snaps out of it over and over again where he fails to see that like no one's following the rules and these are the things that he like lives by this is like his dream you know what i mean right it's like it's like he wanted to be a baseball player you know right this is his dream and he's in the big leagues and he's doing all this stuff but you know even before this scene with Ralph, after the prank call, he's talking to Polly about it. And Polly's like, he's a fucking corpse if I found out it was him. Yeah. And he's just like, he's just like, you know, quoting the rules to Polly. And he's like, you fucking obey the rules, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he doesn't and yep. kills him himself. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also like, it's too bad because Polly probably would have enjoyed it and like there wouldn't would have been less bug spray. Yep, probably. Maybe a silencer. Yeah, maybe. Although, I don't know. He, he certainly enjoyed killing Mikey Palmisi. Poison Ivy aside. <laughs> That's um, true. So, who knows? Uh, but, yeah. So, we get this, like, gritty, really long sequence. Although, it's not as long as I re- remembered it being. It actually kind of flies by. It's, like, impossible to watch, though. That's the thing. It's, like, yeah. so scary. Yeah. Um, it's like, ah, who's going to get sliced with something? Yeah. Oh, no. It's the floor, which everyone has. Now, I'm afraid to look at the floor. Right, right. Because... I don't want to get my head cracked on it. Right. Um, it's like that scene in Fight Club where he like smashes Jared Leto's face like crazy. No, oh, you're right. That's right. I know a lot of people have wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah. but Especially in the last year-ish. Like, I so. literally couldn't stand on the ground for like two weeks after I saw that. I was so I couldn't afraid. be part of my Fight Club anymore yeah, after exactly. that. Exactly. I quit Fight Club for a little while. Yeah. I just, you know, I kicked back. <laughs> uh, I, so, la- I mean, they, they end up at the farm. They throw the body into the quarry. Love the shot of, of him going over the edge and just going into the water there. It's like, you know, we get this like long goodbye shot of Ralphie sinking to the bottom. It's true, man. Um, you know, oh. just that's where he ends up. That's It seems kind of appropriate. So for, eventually for, for that Ralphie. shit gets found, though, right? But they have no idea whose it is because the fingerprints and the head are gone. Yeah, it's just like a, 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 a torso that I'm sure is like going to be waterlogged and all kinds of fucked up. The gerbil in its butt. Yeah, and then, you know, I'd imagine that the wherever the farm that they, they bury the head is far enough away that it'd be kind of tough to, you know, put it all together. Or they yeah. would be t- probably be next to impossible to find the head at this point you know i was thinking you know when tony picks up that bowling ball i was thinking like i hope he dust i hope he cleans out the holes you know it's like fingerprint wise yeah god, god forbid they dust the bowling ball yeah well i mean you know they 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 like do a good job of kind of teasing that kind of stuff but like it never really comes back up and then when you think about it it's like he could just be like yeah i was at ralphie's house like we knew each other like you know like i, as, was, as, I borrowed his bowling ball yeah honestly like you know as long as there is no body and as long as christopher doesn't again you know like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he doesn't in the end um but that's uh, yeah it's terrifying but that's just the truth like i'm sure like that's it's so unprovable that like he could essentially get away with it yeah he's scared about it for like the rest of the series you know like when adriana when they find out find out about adriana like one of the first things tony asked chris is if she knew anything about ralph safaretto right because chris you know chris's Chris's vault is a little faulty sometimes yeah so like if he let that slip and she told him or anything like that um yeah so we got that um a hell of a damn good uh Good death. Hell I mean, of a damn one, good one, death. One of the one of the best deaths. Yeah, yeah. I think um, totally shocking, totally surprising. Can't help but think that if this was on some other shitty network, they'd be like, "Can it happen in the first five minutes?" And can you make it like, you know, can you or tease end, it? I mean, would would or, it, yeah. would it not happen at the end of the episode? That too, maybe. Yeah, that'd be like the last scene. Yeah, and it wouldn't be anywhere near as brutal, and it'd be like kind of an accident, and you know, or some yeah, bullshit. Yeah, or really, really obvious that he did it to the horse. Yes, you know, definitely. I mean, I think that in a lot of ways, like. I think that 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 Ralph going back to it, 
torturing the horse. I think he really, he, you know, he resented Tony over that topic. Mm-hmm. And Valentina. And Valentina. Oh yeah, let's not forget that he that he you know spills the beans yeah. about about Valentina like in that right conversation. That. Yeah. After you know this kid's this guy's kid is in the hospital, like yeah. what an asshole! I think that maybe a little bit of the horse thing was a, a you know a, a vengeance thing. Yeah, probably. I gotta say, probably. Um, um the, who, who else was in this episode? I mean, Rosalie goes Rosalie. to see him. Big up Rosalie. Mm-hmm. She has a daughter, I guess. Carmela, AJ. You know the one last thing. I, I I do like that scene, and it's again, it's one of those sympathy for the devil moments. Um, but like when AJ is sitting there in the French toast, and then Tony just kind of like start teasing him a little bit. And he, he just wants to like hug his son, which I think yeah. is kind of an interesting sort of almost sweet moment. It really <laughs> is. Know, it is. That's the thing. And it's like, it makes him, I mean, I think that it's just amazing how it's amazing how in this world, like things can change so quickly, like with one simple thing, you know? And I think that everyone around is like, I am so glad that's not my kid. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and this poor woman who had a kid with Ralph. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, no and the, luck. there is Father in Tintola, um, in, a, in a funny scene. I like that Ralphie's like, I need some more time to make up a good confession. Yeah, I need Always yeah, makes me he's just to do a good one. <laughs> uh, he so. really has got to go through and be like, what can I talk about? Yeah, is it killing the stripper? Yep. Probably not. Uh, and then of course in that scene, there's the please to meet you line, which goes back to the the, the Stone song there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so. And he says, and and Tony also says it to to Paul, a little fucking sympathy. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, we don't have enough time, and I'm sure we could talk about this for a long time. Well, we will. This, it's your girlfriend's birthday tonight, so we'll yep. have something to do. Yep. Exactly. So we'll, <laughs> we'll keep recording the podcast at dinner and at the party after. Um, Everybody, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Let's do a couple questions, and then uh, then we gotta head the fuck out. Um, let's see. All right, this one comes from. Um, at dandruffy. Ooh, I can relate to that in the wintertime. Uh, Fuck wh- yeah. What Sopranos versus food, for example, Beansy's chicken parm sandwich, Richie's tripe, Ralphie's eggs, etc., would you most like to eat? Okay, not being, not Richie's tripe or Ralphie's eggs. No. Not because I don't like tripe or eggs, but because... I don't want anything that, that, they've that touched. they touched. Yeah, who the fuck knows where that came from? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's that's out, like right off the bat. I yeah. think, can I go first? Yeah. Okay. Um, so <laughs> to, to me, it's the uh, the Carmela's lasagna that mm-hmm. they describe in such detail this season where where uh, where uh, Junior's like, you know what this, this, the, or Bobby's saying with the sweet and the hot sausage. And then Junior says, you mean with the basil leaves under the lay and another layer of meat on the top or something like that. Yep. And I, I listen and he's like, that's Camilla's lasagna. And I hear that and I'm just like, <laughs> I want that. Sounds amazing. I got another one. <laughs> that the sounds other amazing. one is the pizza that AJ orders and that he oh, gets caught red handed yes. with, with like the quadruple mozzarella with like, <laughs> like the, the cop like dips his thumb or the, the pizza guy dips his thumb in it. And he's like, this is a custom job. I want like that slice even looks good. 36 hours later. Fuck yes. I would love to have that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my, I mean, the veal Parmesan, just cause I love the veal Parmesan. Fuck yourself. Seam. Yeah. I, and I also <laughs> love veal Parmesan. I, I feel like that would be a dope sandwich. Oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> um, I mean, and, but 
I just feel like I would honestly eat anything at, at Artie's restaurant. It all looks fucking amazing. Yeah, I'm really glad someone mentioned I was beginning to feel bad that we didn't mention Artie. <laughs> no, we do see him briefly. Yeah, I like that. Still flirting with, uh, with uh, I can't even remember her name right now. But <laughs> oh, yeah, and Tony actually mentioned because Chrissy says, you know, is he fucking that French hostess or whatever? And, <laughs> like, and Tony says, in his dreams. <laughs> and it's just like what he knows about that. Yeah. There's a lot of secrets for Tony. Um. So, yeah, all these, you know, yeah. I, I guess the veal parm. I guess I would go veal parm. I love veal parm. I love a good parm sandwich, you know, from like a dope Jersey suburban sandwich shop. So oh, yeah. I'd probably do that. Um, this comes from a welcome distraction uh, at welcome distraction. Well, we'll be the home. judge of that. Yeah. <laughs> if you had to choose what line or scene would you say is your all time favorite? That's a pretty loaded question. Penis area contact. Penis area contact. <laughs> yeah. That's, I like that. That's, that's way up there. Scene wise, I don't know, but I love the, uh, I know every day is a gift, but does it have to be a pair of socks? That's really good. I think too. that's the perfect Sopranos line right there. Also the, 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 Quasimodo predicted all of this. Also great. Yes. There's a fucking lot. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, that's too much. Um, uh, all right. Last one. This one comes from at not Thomas Pynchon or at no Pynchon. No Pynchon here. Excuse me. Uh, I'm very interested to hear you guys' thoughts on Polly's coping skills that he learned in therapy. That's, it's been a long time since, since we've heard about <laughs> Polly in therapy. That's a good point. And he didn't really exhibit those no. this week when he loses his mind about his mom. That's true. Yeah, her bowels. Not whatsoever. Yeah. Um, last one, just because I think it's kind of funny. This was from at Brent Terhune. Uh, they said that Polly went to college while he was in jail. Could Polly being could could Polly being in college be the spinoff that we're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> like a dangerous minds type thing. Yeah. Oh my God. If he walked into a classroom, like turned a chair around and was just like, "Let's get real for a second and like talk to the kids," I would love to see that. Actually. That I would really like to see because he just wouldn't take any shit from anyone. Yeah. And he'd go in there with like a silk shirt on and like pleated <laughs> pants t- like up to his up to his belly button. You know? sure, yeah. He'd have like little, little Polly like standing by the door or something. <laughs> yeah. He'd definitely come in with like one more person. <laughs> and if people were talking. Little Polly goes over there. Shut the fuck up. You know, like with a baseball bat or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would love to see Polly in college because I feel like in, in jail college, they're always like reading Shakespeare and shit. Right. And like trying to relate to it. And I I feel right. like Polly would kind of get into it. Yeah, maybe. I think he would too. I mean, he loves getting his nails done and he loves, you know, like he loves the, the leisurely life. I can see him just like sitting back with a nice book, getting pampered and like being into that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so, all right, that wraps it up for the week. Um, we had to do a quick one, squeeze one out because we have to head out. Um, but we will be back. Next yeah, we'll week. be back next well, week. We should, we well, should, we, we'll tweet because we, the holidays are coming up and we have some traveling to do. So we'll tweet this week. Not sure, but we'll, uh, we'll let you guys know. We should be back soon though. We want to wrap up season four and, and keep moving. Moving. Yeah, totally. Because um, I hate doing this. <laughs> I just want to be done. Uh, all right. So as always, subscribe on uh, iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Give us some nice ratings. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Send, and just send us questions whenever, wherever, and about whatever. We'll help you out. All right. We're meant to live together. Exactly. All right. Uh, this has been No Fucking ZD. Fuck yourselves, guys. And uh, and uh, keep on keeping on, I guess. I don't know. Still looking for that final si- si- sign off. I will remember you. <laughs> will you remember re- Will you remember me? Perfect. All right. All right. Goodbye.